Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. Episode 32 of Vanilla to Vixen. We are your hosts, Mr. and Mrs. N, also known as... The Naughty Couple. Hello, Mrs. N. Hello, Mr. N. This episode is entitled Whips and Chains Excite Me. (laughs) And I have been on the phone all week to the various BDSM clubs and bondage clubs. I've spoken to some lovely people. Have you? I have, yes. And obviously... You know, this is almost like a part two, isn't it? Because we had the, the wonderful Tina Von Tison last week. We did. She was phenomenal. And she kind of introduced us to, to the world of BDSM and dominatrix. Yes. Sub and doms. And I spoke to a lovely sub girl at this particular bondage club. And I said, look, we're Mr. and Mrs. N. We, we do this podcast called Vanilla to Vixen. Could you waver? The, the, the entrance fee for is if we just came in to have a look. And she said, oh, no, I couldn't possibly do that. And I said, why? She said, my hands are tied. <laughs> it gets worse. Oh, blimey, O'Reilly. How long did it take you to think that one up? About six months. <laughs> I thought for a minute you were being serious. I was thinking, I don't remember anybody chatting to <laughs> Oh dear. I thought you'd been been off and left me at home. No, no, no. <laughs> no I think you remember the bondage club quite well. Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I yeah, I definitely do. So, yes, this week we have been very brave. We've put our big boys and girls pants on. We did. And we've stepped out into the unknown. We did, because we've been quite fascinated, haven't we? Yeah, about be- this whole other side. Yeah, we've we've had guests that have talked about it and been into it a little bit. And we thought, well, the only way to really bust the myths and find out what this is really like is we've got to go and try it ourselves. So we know that Liberty Elite run an embargo event yes. on a Sunday afternoon. It is. It's it's very separate. It's almost like two clubs in one. Yes. Liberty Elite. So you've got your swingers nights on Friday nights and Saturdays. Yep. And then on Sundays, the club is completely transformed into a dungeon. Yes. <laughs> and we We've been trying to get hold of the hosts of Embargo for quite a while because we've been quite interested in finding out a little bit more. And they are called Master Paul and Lady Selena. They are. And we finally, Fanny, Fanny, we we finally managed. (laughs) You've got Fanny on the brain. Fanny on the brain. There's one for uh, Miss Foxy. (laughs) We finally managed to, to pin them down, so to speak, and they agreed to come on the show for us. However, it came with a small condition. Yes. And that was that we needed to go and experience hmm. what goes on. I felt like a Blue Peter presenter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine Blue Peter doing anything no. like that. <laughs> It was like a, an X-rated Blue Peter with, with presenters going along and joining in. And I think I'd have been less scared jumping out of a plane. <laughs> you were really nervous, weren't you? I was remarkable. You were the nervous one kind of pre-doing this. Yes. Um, and I was remarkably cool. And then right up to the point that we were going on our way to the club and I was then really nervous <laughs> and you were the one. I was really calm totally calm on the way to the club it was kind of like oh well you know we're here now we might as well just you know get on with it and i suppose for us it was 
um, a lot less nerve-wracking than it would be for somebody completely new, because we're very, very familiar with Liberty Elite. Yes. We hold our own events there. We know the club inside out. We know everybody that runs the club. But, you know, Sunday afternoons at Embargo is completely different. It is. It's funny, because like you say, we've been going to Liberty Elite for quite a few years, and we're very familiar with the place. But it looks so different. It was daytime. Yeah. And obviously, as we went through the doors, the first thing that we noticed different was the music. Yeah. So on a Friday and a Saturday night, it it almost has like a a nightclub atmosphere. Yeah, it's very dancey. You walk through the doors, the the dance area is quite dark. Yeah. um, And the disco lighting and and effects kind of thing. And you've got the club music, which is always so cool. I, I love Liberty's DJs. But it's like a typical nightclub. Yeah. And in the lounge. But then when we go to Embargo, it's afternoon, it's daylight. And it's so much quieter. (laughs) I know. I don't quite know what I was expecting. Um, I suppose it's like, you know, I am embarrassed to say that I am one of those people that when, when people talk about BDSM and everything, you just think, oh, it's just people belting the shit out of each other and there's lots of <laughs> screaming and and all sorts of things and I was so shocked it yeah. was such a calm atmosphere I, I think it's fair to say it's not how you think it's no, going to be not at all it was definitely an eye-opener <laughs> It, it was more than an eye-opener. <laughs> it certainly was. We both ended up having a little session on the cross. We did. You with Master Paul. Yeah. And I ended up being treated to a little session by his sub, who turned into uh, a dominatrix for five or ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and she found out she rather enjoyed it. She did, didn't she? And that was the fabulous BB. Yeah, bless her. So thank you very much, BB, if you're listening. It was lovely to experience what we did yeah but I, I think i think we should just get master paul and, and lady selena in and to tell us all about it exactly i mean we are we are not experts at all we are definitely virgins <laughs> <laughs> of the fet scene <laughs> absolutely we've turned back from vixen to vanilla <laughs> we have haven't we so yeah let, let's hear more about it from the people that know Sir. We are joined now by Lady Selena and Master Paul. I'm very, very excited. I think I'm more excited than you. <laughs> well, we could explain why that is. <laughs> because we've we've already experienced a small taster session. We did. And Mrs. N was put on the cross. I was. We were very, very lucky that we got invited. Welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello. We are called Libs Fetish Events, but Ah. we normally run under the name of Embargo. Ah, But we have various events going through the year. And you very, very kindly invited myself and Mr. N Mm. um, to have a a little session to find out what it's all about. Well, we thought, you know, you couldn't come here and talk about it if you didn't know what it felt. Absolutely. And it does. It feels different having <laughs> gone through it. Yeah. I'm so glad that we did. Good. I'm so glad. It was something that I think both of us were intrigued in. Very intrigued, much. Definitely. Because we'd been to Lib so many times, and it was almost like you were an enigma. <laughs> we'd heard all about these whispers of munches and <laughs> strange words that we'd really? never heard before and and we wanted to experience what it was all about well, well obviously one of the best kept secrets because the last event was our 19th year of hosting events at lips congratulations wow, wow that's phenomenal it's uh, gone really really quick 19 gone years very quick yes but- we came of age last year <laughs> Like That's a fine, legal now. Like a, a fine, fine wine. wine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we to kind of like go right back? Yes. I think we need to say. So, how did you two meet? <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Hi. Um, that was uh, an evening when I was chatting to a friend on a CB, mm-hmm. having yeah. just got back from the States. And the CBs over there are yeah, 
as common as mobile phones are Absolutely, today. Yeah. And the distances, etc., are different between cities, etc. So I was chatting to a friend and weren't you oh yes you were chatting with them i was chatting with them, i'd yes. popped in mm. that's right and i yeah. i picked up the microphone and had a chat with this lady who was on the other end of this so it's kind of embarrassing by today's standards yeah. but uh, <laughs> we met on a cb a cardboard yes, box yeah. <laughs> <laughs> many 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 moons ago well that's um I kind of invited myself around. Yes, he invited I? himself around for a cup of coffee, and then and when he arrived, told me he didn't drink it. So, <laughs> oh, right, okay. And, okay, it's all right, I got tea. No, I don't drink that either. <laughs> I said, but I'd offer you a drink. I've got Bacardi, but no Coke. Ah, I've got some in my car. Some in the car. <laughs> so, it was a Coke fanatic yes, at the time. Yes, it was Coke fanatic at the time. So, so yeah, that that's the beginning, and that's um, <clears throat> years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so how, yeah. how did you go from like a vanilla relationship to suddenly sort of because with us we've, we've told our story many many times but we, we kind of start off with, with fantasy and fantasizing well paul was actually has been into it it's a lot older than me you know um paul was actually <laughs> into it um way be- before he met me yeah. okay so uh, and i was very much um uh, I won't. I won't say twin set and pearls, but you know, sort so of Middle England. You know, little birdies floating around my head. <laughs> so um, to to meet somebody that came up with wild ideas, you know, um, was a bit of a, an eye opener. But well, it was very difficult. We're talking fifty odd years. I've been doing what he does yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I, i'm trying to f- find a title for it but i don't think there is one but um yeah so we've, we've over 50 years it was very difficult very underground at the time yeah difficult to find information difficult to meet people etc etc so um so it wasn't like somebody had introduced you to it no, it was no, something no, that was well, it actually, the first part of all this was reading a book and it didn't make sense. It's not written as ABC in coarse terms. It's very suggestive of this, suggestive of that. And I thought, you know, there's got to be more to this jumping up and down bit, you know. <laughs> there's got to be more to sex than friction. Yeah. And that was the initial... Uh, so it was very much just concentrated on the physical act. Yes. Uh, uh, this this was not about the physical. It was about physical and mental and combining the two. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Quite amazing. That, uh, um, but it was very difficult to find fact. Um, it's n- nothing you would find in your average library, yeah. for example. Yeah. You know? um, so it was very slow. Um, and I started to develop techniques because I found, for example, erogenous zones. Yeah. And um, and then I would concentrate on them and find different ways of stimulating erogenous zones. And, and that, going back, so going back to that era, I'd imagine you were quite a pioneer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose something. so in my little way. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, self-taught. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's easy to sort of talk about erogenous zones now and, and hitting the big O and everything else. But back then, it was uh, as we've easy did, boy. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> it has been going. I mean, if you go back yeah. to a Mordian times, oh, and, you know, yeah. Victorians, Victorians, were yeah, Victorians and Edwardians, yeah, very perverted. Seriously, yeah, and yeah. Romans, of course. Oh God, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't think of it, do you, that way? Because obviously, when you know, growing up like we did as kids and history and everything, it's just the boring bits, like the Romans built boats, oh, but oh, roads and stuff, yeah. didn't they? I, I think I got the Corn Lords in my. Oh, did lesson. you? Yeah. <laughs> A-levels would certainly be a lot more more studied, I think. I think they would they wouldn't they? That yeah. that's basically it. It's, you know, it's studying form, if you like, or ways to 
Um, it's a gift pleasure. Yeah, I used to design bits of kit, and now find that this stuff is all available. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What What do you want to know? Yeah. What, what you can't find on the internet, you know, is probably I don't know. Yeah. You can find it all on the internet. Yeah. It's become such a different unless it, place. Unless it's something from your brain. Yes. It comes up with some weird and wonderful ideas. Yes. Weird work. and wonderful. Yeah. Um, you know, and so you, if you let your imagination run wild, um, it's a little bit like work. We want this to happen. Oh, you can't do that. What do you mean can't? Then you start working on how. Yeah, mm. you know, and it was the same sort of approach to the BDSM thing. I had some very willing submissives in the very early days, um, and it was just like to them, wow. Well, where were the groups and things back then? Or no. so, how did you meet? individual, all individual. No, it wasn't. I didn't advertise that no. as it was just there was my way of doing things and. Other people's ways of doing that. Okay. There were um, parties, I think, years ago, very underground. Yeah. Um, yes. But, yeah, so were, probably, if you liken it to the swinger side, maybe the house parties with the keys and things that yeah. everybody yeah. talks about mm. from yeah. years ago. So it's very well, similar, yeah. but they weren't, um, it, it wasn't common knowledge. No. I, I'm intrigued with, and I know. We, we talked about this a little bit at your event. I mean, you, you are stuff of legend, the pair of you. I have to say, we're very honoured to have you here today. We are, honestly. There's the age-old thing. We've, we've, we've heard a couple of different expressions where we, we were told that if you put um, sort of people who are into kink and, and BDSM in a room with swingers, uh, you will get a divide that it will naturally the BDSM people go to BDSM and you instantly get a divide but then we've also heard that you can mix it and I'd love to know your sort of feelings on generally I think when I say they don't mix I mean um, you can have an event they they mix people can dip the toe in we have a number of people from the sort that swing mm. that come to our events, right? Okay, um, and uh, a number of people that are predominantly on our side that will go to swingers' events. Invariably, when there's a, an event that houses both kink and fets, you normally find the fetish people on one side of the club, <laughs> yeah, so it's true. and the swingers yeah. on another. But you know that. It, they do mix occasionally, yeah. but it's rare. In my opinion, I might be different, you know. But but it's it's good that there are some people that are prepared to come and dip the toe in. Yeah, yeah, and and both ways. Mm. So um, and we found made it our mission to try and sort of like spread the word. Yeah. Um, so and, and that's why you're here. Yeah. It's just it like, absolutely because right. we were intrigued. We were just naturally intrigued. Like like I say, it was almost like this enigma. Whatever happened, and I mean like. The words like munch, we'd never heard of a munch before. Neither had I before. Look, I've heard the word munch before, but not. Do you know where that originally came from, or is it? We heard it was like to do with cake. It was <laughs> just one of those things. I have no idea. Where it's just it came from. I don't know where the origin came from. Generally accepted yeah. as a munch. Well, normally, I mean, when we go, when I. Well, we, when we both go to munches, there's normally food involved. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they go and eat, so yeah. I suppose we're going for a for a munch. Now you're you talking know. Mrs. Ensland. Absolutely. <laughs> so we go and eat. It's, it's very vanilla. They're normally held in pubs and things like that. So um, we normally go and have a bite to eat and then chat with like-minded, like-minded men. Like-minded men? Like-minded folk, yes. Yeah. So who just turn up at a pub. Um, and normally... The pubs are aware, sometimes, of what's happening. But yeah. because nobody turns up in kink gear, we're just your yeah, average exactly. pub. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a social meet. Yeah. It's a social meet, yeah. 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 So, in fact, the one in the late Leicester Munch that we go, that we frequent quite often, um, we have a section that <laughs> the, 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 the pub reserves for us because we fill the section up with the people that come. So, 
Yeah. And munchies are normally held once a month, but they are across the country. Yeah. So there is um, there is a, a Leicester munch, a late month, a late Leicester month munch or something. I can't remember. The, uh, there is a Loughborough munch. I mean, that's just like three within Leicestershire. Yeah. Um, Which goes to show the, the, the popularity. Of, yeah. Oh, of, yes. Yeah. It's yeah. incredibly popular. Yeah. And the, the other thing I, I noticed, obviously, so we're well established and have gone to many, many swinging events mm. at Liberty Elite. So we're, we're at the same club. And I was nervous, wasn't I? You were very nervous. I was really excited. But Don't tell me you were going to have a look behind the curtain and see what was there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> like the Wizard of Oz. Possibly didn't want to see the Wizard. <laughs> Yeah, and so we've been to the club many, many times, and then we walked in, and the atmosphere was so different. Well, on Sunday, yes, yeah, oh, right, yeah. And and so to, to kind of give our listeners an idea, when you go to a swingers event, there's there's a disco kind of going on. It's like a club nightclub. It's a party kind of thing, loud, um, and it's it's just like a nightclub in in some respects. Mm. And we walk in and there's this beautiful, almost classical style arrangement playing in the background. And it's it's very, um, I, I can't think of the word to use. I know what you're trying to say. And this is what we were saying, that we were, it was so difficult to try and explain because it was nothing like I think we'd imagined it was going to be. Exactly. Always, always. Exactly. And it was like, you know, we're one for busting the myths on this show and you mm. totally busted any myth that, that me and Mr N had when we walked in my exact words were when we walked out was how do we describe that yeah, yeah. because it was just like you know we always say vanilla people when they talk about swingers they think you walk into a Whips club and James mate I don't do Whips no, and swingers, swingers no swingers yeah swingers you just um, you walk into a club yeah, and they just a orgy. massive orgy you're going to get you know, attacked as soon as you walk in the door and yeah. everybody's and naked and everything like that. Yeah. 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 Expected, yeah. And I you know, I feel almost embarrassed to say this because it was like obviously we came to your event and I was thinking, oh, you know, there's gonna be people there, like you say, being whipped and all sorts of things going on. And it was just the loveliest environment. It was so calm. And it was like and the people were so friendly and then we were just chatting and but the club felt like a different place. Yeah. It is. Completely the different place. That were walking around. Okay, you were quite lucky when you walked in. There were people, faces you knew yeah. for a start. Okay, serving people. Yeah, at club the bar. People, yeah. yeah. So they're club folk. So that would help putting you at ease. And, and um, we knew where we were going as yes. well. Yeah. So we, we knew the knew. layout. Of yes, the club. exactly. So Although it's changed somewhat in certain areas, <laughs> but um, you, you knew the layout. So yes. it's not a strange place no. to you. But the way people were dressed, mm. yeah, which is totally different from what you would come absolutely to on a swingers' night. Yeah, instead of elegant ladies, yeah. you've got fit folk yeah we, we, we've got tea girls walking around just mingling which yeah. you, you would, don't normally get on a traditional we're very inclusive at our events yeah. very yeah. very inclusive yeah. so yeah. we, we um, you, you can walk in that door as a total absolute novice hands up and I, I don't know what to do yeah how to be where to sit anything and i mean the first thing when you walk in you'll get a guide take you around the club and explain little things, you know, about what is de rigueur in this particular, you know, it's not good to go up and talk to people while they're sessioning. Yeah. You know, that could be an absolute put-off. But if you didn't know that, you might go up and say, what does that feel like? And that natural curiosity. Yeah. yeah. But that's a real no-no, you know, so yeah. these things need explaining. So you, you, you get the tour of the place, so you, you know the layout and you're not going to, embarrass yourself yeah that's um, really good that's yeah. really and also um, what i try to do if somebody is that new like just walked over the threshold haven't got a clue but i'm interested mm. curious then i'll probably put them with somebody who'd be happy to, sh to chat to them and a thousand questions they've got mm. or try and answer yeah you know and i'll say look I'll pop back and see you in half an hour. I've got another tour to do or yeah. I'm going to cook the cake or whatever it, it is I'm doing. You know? yeah. mm. So 
Um, and I think that's the difference. But that that came from the original club that we went to. Well, I can't remember a name now. It, it doesn't matter. But there was a host there, and she volunteered. You know, mm. she wasn't paid to come in and be host, mm. but she used to take um, people from the door, mm. from reception, show them around the place, and actually introduce them to people. And you know, the 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 more mature, shall we say, uh, experienced people um, are more than happy to sit and talk to, um, you know, caught-in-the-headlights types. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And just to put them at ease. Mm. And then as soon as they're at ease, where you go, mm. you know? This is probably the point where I should mention that, that we, um, we there is a, a website called fetlife.com. Yeah. Um, which is where the majority of the kink people, I could say congregate, <laughs> it's not really congregate, but communicate. communicate via, it's a bit, it's it's very similar to social media. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's where we advertise our events. Okay. Um, and we have uh, a fet like life group called Libs Fetish Events on there. Um, we have quite a few members. Um, and on our little page, our little corner of Fet Life, we have what they call stickies. So it's rules, regulations, and etiquette. Mm. Um, first timers. So we have lots of lots of information for people who are new. Um, we vet people, as you you are aware. We vet people that come to our events because we want to make sure that there are good mix for mm. the rest of the people yeah. and that they're safe. The, the thing that is very different is with swinging, obviously you've just got the sex side, but mm. but the activities that, that take place obviously within BDSM, mm. you have to really be aware of the safety well, side. Well, it's not just the fact that you're going to hit somebody with a big stick. Um, there's the mental side as well. Because mm. you're playing with somebody's, well, as Paul said, the biggest organ in the body, you know, mm. you're playing with somebody's brain. Yeah. yeah. You have to be very careful mm. um, and make sure that you don't do any damage. So you have to be aware um, by negotiation and, and getting to know the person prior to playing, apart from a basic tie and tease. Yeah. Um, but if you're going into a proper session, then you need to know where that person is coming from. Mm. And um, I'd like, I would like to ask you more about the session because that's obviously that's what you you call it. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I was lucky enough to have um, a half an hour session with Master Paul on Sunday, mm. um, and it was all very much about putting my mind in a certain space, um, and then it kind of like evolving then to you know the the teasing of the body and then the other bits and pieces. I never knew that. I never knew that on the FET side, it was it was literally more to do with the the mind than anything else. Where I mean, most people think it's just like you say to do whips and chains and tie me up and whatever, and it's it's not that at all, is it? No. I mean, a good part of the session was just pleasure to, to begin with. Well, but that's I what pulls in. That's <laughs> yes. what into giving pleasure. <laughs> pleasure. And Lady Sleeders just winked at me as if saying. She was the other side. <laughs> That's the other thing I want to delve into as well, the differences between right. um, your sessions, Lady Selena, and obviously... I can give pleasure. I don't know what... No, 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 I didn't, mean that. That. no I didn't mean it that who, way. Whose pleasure? <laughs> Whose who's pleasure are we talking about? Well, I get a lot of pleasure. You, you do realise some of my nervous... I'm going to let you on a little story now. <laughs> we have Delicious Debs, who is obviously at Liberty Elite, yeah. and we love Debs to bits. And she said to me... We, we actually announced to her we said we're actually going on, on to a Sunday munch and I was and she smiled and said oh Mrs N you'll be fine you're, you're with Master Paul he, he's into pleasure and then she looked at me and she went you're fucked <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. She's, hey, it got me in the head she's space got that. pretty quickly. <laughs> it yeah, was hilarious. It was no, hilarious. I, no, I would. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I do enjoy giving a little bit of pain. Yeah. Um, but, and and yes, I can be sadistic, but I would put prior to sadistic consensual sadism, yeah. because. 
I get my kicks of somebody enjoying what I'm doing to them. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's why everybody's there. That's right. Sometimes I wonder about the sub and the dumb thing. Who's who? When yeah. it gets to that, oh, yes, I'm giving them a lot of pleasure. <laughs> so, But I get my kicks from Not doing that. Topping from the bottom, are you? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so it has to be consensual. And if they're enjoying it, they're, and there is such a thing, in, in my opinion, as a dumb high. You know, you get the subspace, yeah. the dumb space, I think, because I sometimes come away thinking, oh, yes. You That's know. really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I remember it well. <laughs> <laughs> Leading on to consent and everything, I'd like to tell a brief story, which we've talked about again, but I'd like to, to mention it with our listeners, is we were asked when, when we wrote the book, Vanilla to Vixen, somebody once said to me, what, what have you written it for? What would you like to happen with it? And I, I sat and I thought about it and I said, well, I guess I would like to do, uh, I was very naive to, to, to BDSM and all that kind of thing. And I said, I guess I would like it to do for the swinging world what Fifty Shades of Grey has done for BDSM. <laughs> I know. You're, and you're pulling the same face they did because they were aware of the BDSM lifestyle. And when you do realise it's, it's a dirty word, that their exact words were, you do realise that's a dirty word in the, the true BDSM lifestyle. Um, Fifty Shades um, did quite a lot for BDSM in as much as it put it out into the wider world that there was something else. Yeah. What it didn't do was give or portray um, a true picture of what I know as my world of BDSM with the lack of consent. Yeah. And that is the be-all and end-all as far as as we're concerned and the majority of of kinksters, um, that it's got to be consensual. Yeah. There are different areas, and I think Roxy's mentioned something about non-consensual consent, yeah. but there are scenes that are negotiated well in advance. Yeah. Well in long advance. Way, yeah. Long but in the main, everything has to be consensual. Yeah. And without that, then it's abuse. Mm-hmm. I suppose even the non-consensual, consensual, it's still part of a scene, isn't That's it? That's right, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's still consent, absolutely, at the end of the day. And yeah, but a lot of what we do is role-play. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So the non-consensual consent, <laughs> non-consensual consent is is part of a role play scenario yeah. that's been negotiated. So it, it kind of starts off with the negotiation, then. Always, yeah. it's always best to negotiate and and to to speak to people about possibly a little about about fantasies. Always, if you're looking at sessioning with somebody, mm. you should mention. Any medical issues you have. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've played with people that have had open heart surgery and they've got a tube coming out because they're on a, a dialysis machine every now and again. And, and, and epileptic people. Uh, but if you know what you're dealing with, it, with um, then you know how to deal with anything that should happen. And you are aware of things that could potentially happen yeah. as yeah. opposed to being taken blindsided yeah. you know i suppose so. as well the more communication there is and the more negotiation there is it's going to lead to a better session because you know how their mind works yeah. and, and what their fantasy and uh, i suppose what brings them euphoria i suppose indeed yeah i mean we all have fantasies i think um and what what I always say to people, um, beware of what you ask for, because in your fantasy, you can't get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> That's another way you can ask that. Sometimes the, the fantasy or yeah. that you have in your head is more than the reality of the fantasy. Yes. Yeah, that, that, yeah you could actually get let down that it didn't feel or it didn't produce oh. the endorphins that yeah. you were wanting mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. I've never come across it, but it could. <laughs> <laughs> just, just getting back to the um, swingers and uh, fet folk mixing yeah. at the club. Uh, they had what they billed as a 
Fifty Shades night. Right. Um, I remember that, yes. And they asked me if I'd go along and play the part of... Christian Grey. Christian Grey. So I thought, well, um, I... I actually go to, I used to go to the club a lot on swingers nights purely to introduce people into the BDSM world mm. if they were interested. I didn't go out and grab them. And <laughs> 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 that, was, that was many moons ago when we were first starting off. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the, dun the dungeon was there full time. Yes, you did mention that yeah. to us when we spoke on Sunday. So, you know, I'd go in there and I'd start repairing a piece of equipment or spot of oil on something to stop it squeaking or whatever. <laughs> And um, I thought, yeah, I could see going on that night, you know, and, and introducing a few people into growing up. <laughs> 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 so I went along and I, I set up a couple of bits of equipment. Um, of course, I'm as close to, well, actually dressed as Master Paul. Yes. Uh, which is a bit strange for a lot of people and sometimes a few have actually said they found it a little intimidating yeah. or maybe frightening. Okay. Which I didn't quite see that, but anyway, uh, their comments, not mine. It, it, you, you weren't dressed like an alien. I was going to say, <laughs> it I, like, I, I said like you were feel intimidated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's leather so, trousers? Yeah, <laughs> okay, okay. okay. <laughs> so... We turn up, set up the equipment out, just a few pieces, and getting everything working correct, that's all right. The music's playing and the ladies are coming into the dance area and dancing around the handbags, you know, <laughs> middle of the floor. <laughs> it turned out to be a bit of a laugh sort of thing, yeah. the, you know, which disappointed me. Cause you can't get into the headspace, can you, of what you <coughs> experienced? No. It was a physical, purely... Yeah, and the experience that I... Giggle, giggle, giggle. Yeah, the experience that I had with you mm. was... It, it wasn't just somebody rubbing their hands down my back. It wasn't that at all. It, it was a whole... It was a complete... Ex the voice. Yeah, it is. Well, because, you know, from the moment that you... I, so, just for the listeners to let you know. So, uh, I was put on the cross. Um, you volunteered? <laughs> There we go, get the consent. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was guided nicely <laughs> to the cross um, and uh, tied with my hands. And uh, you were naked, just in just in my knickers. Yes, um, because I, obviously I wanted to. The, it, it was all about the sensation. I, and yes. I was I was on a little stool, kind of watching, so I couldn't hear what was going on. No, and I was just watching on this cross. So it, I was initially hugely turned on just watching on yeah, this cross yeah obviously I was kind of like face to the cross so I couldn't yeah, so see what was going on behind my, your, me your back was towards yeah. me and Master Paul um, literally just whispered in my ear um, just clear your mind listen to the music because the music that you play is just so atmospheric isn't it it's so mm. it, it's it kind of just draws you with you can't i couldn't picked yeah but it very <laughs> cleverly done though because as soon as you said those words to me i was i was already there i was like my mind is clear and all i could think about was what you were saying to me in my ear i'd almost forgotten that mr n was there or anybody else was in the club because obviously there were people there wasn't, arriving and in inside yeah, yeah there wasn't nobody it, was there exactly and I, I did feel tr I did feel tremendously as well though I was nervous and I joked that I was <laughs> I felt initially when I got there I felt I was, I was in very safe hands yeah again I know you're I, I well yeah yeah <laughs> 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 that was the wrong thing to say. <laughs> yeah, but bearing in mind, I mean, I know obviously we'd spoken on the phone, but we hadn't actually met in no, person. That's so right, this yeah, was the first, first time, time yeah. we'd met you. You're very brave. And <laughs> there I am, yeah. almost naked, and, and Master Paul, you know, trying all these things on my... And I just, I felt so comfortable and safe, and I was relaxed in a in a strange way <laughs> it's it's so, I, it was so hard because lady selena messaged me afterwards and uh, the day later and just said how are you how are you doing after you know yesterday and i i said i've, I've been finding it hard to express and that, that's what you're talking about the aftercare mm. yeah the aftercare because um we play uh, well with the body and the mind you know it's quite yeah. intense for it it is yeah. quite Simple. an intense um thing so if 
a, a sub or submissive or somebody you're playing with manages to achieve subspace, which is almost, um, I've been told, because I'm not a sub, Yeah. Um, semi sort of an out of body experience and mm. as much as you semi sort of looking down on your body enjoying the pleasures of what's been going on um then that can lead um it's a bit like having your dummy taken away from you i suppose to a big drop like a withdrawal. Yeah, exactly. Because the whizzing through your body. Yeah, what yeah. comes with a big high is usually a very big low. That's right. Yeah. So aftercare is is um, a must as far as we're concerned. Yeah. Um, and that includes immediately after finishing the session, making sure because a lot of people are shaking. Yeah. You know. So we have um, blankies that we use when we've finished sessioning yeah which are um, lovely i have to say <laughs> i was given one of the blankets they are yeah um so that, and that's to keep you to to build your your heat back up in your body yeah um because your 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 reactions are just it's like shooting stars going everywhere i'm moving my hands here now <laughs> so um yeah so your, your brain is just going 69 million miles an hour wondering where to go what to do whatever so it's a case of sort of like chilling you down in a way yeah um and then the next day you don't know when this drop's going to happen some people uh regular players know oh it normally gets me on the second day Mm. Um, but they're aware of this drop that happens but they're prepared to go through that because of such a high that you get in the first place so i mean I normally contact people after the day after yeah. um, session as well, just to make sure that they're still okay. You know, just to met, let them know that there's there's somebody there to talk to yeah. or yeah. To, to understand where they're coming from. I mean, the the, the short time that I experienced, um, I did say at one point to Mister N that um, I didn't feel like I had control over my vagina <laughs> you didn't i didn't you had more control over my vagina Absolutely. than i did and but it wasn't it, it wasn't an unpleasant experience it was just like okay there's things going on here and i'm not doing anything and it's like <laughs> and that is lovely without touching it you, yeah you weren't anywhere near it yeah. and and that was like wow so i got that literally just from you know a very small session that we yeah. had um I mean, and this, and and you were very, you were very lovely to me, and and you showed me some of the different um, apparatus that you use and stuff like that, and um, and I was asking very silly questions like, what's the difference between a whip and a flogger? <laughs> and Everybody says whip. Yes. And I don't usually mean. Whip. No, no, which and is exactly it wasn't. Yeah, exactly what flogger. I meant. Um, but yeah, just just in that tiny <clears throat> space, I got a little glimpse. Of, of what you'll have to come back for more i know well we did say didn't Absolutely. we to have a proper full <laughs> session um because yeah it was it that it in itself was just incredible but it did take me a few days to process yeah yeah for, for, i'm sure there's listeners thinking i'd like to try that what do they need to do because this isn't for everybody and no. obviously, to, to come to your events, I consider people. I consider myself very lucky to have attended one. Absolutely. So, what must people do in order to be able to attend your event? What must to they... attend our events? Well, um, you need to um, find a munch in your area and attend that, okay. and uh, learn the basics. You can find an awful lot, and do a lot of reading. You can find an awful lot about our way of life mm. and, and the things that we do on the internet. Mm. Um, Google is your friend. <laughs> um, there is some crap on there, but yeah. you know. So, but if you go on to, as I've, I've mentioned it before, fetlife.com, yeah. and you can join our group with Libs Fetish Events, um, uh, you can find there's a lot of information that we put up hmm. for, for people. And that's about all the etiquette. rules. That's and, the rules yeah. of the club. But also, there's there's basic stuff in there as well. So, but. Going to a munch and getting to meet local people to you, um, everybody knows that going the first time, and there's always munch organisers, and you'll find all these listed on FetLife as well. Yeah. And they they appreciate that there are new people. Yeah. I mean, you know, we uh, 
at the club we've said, you know, if you're a bit frightened to come in on your own, it's all right, stay by your car. Meet and greet. We'll come wow. out and meet you and bring you in. And like Paul said, you know, going to come into our clubs, um, if certainly if it's a person on their own after the tour, we, we ask them what they're into and then we'll, we'll sit them down by um, some of our regulars, mm. I suppose. The, the good thing about our lifestyle is that we're not precious about what we know. You know, mm. we because we have such a good time, we'd like everybody else to enjoy it as exactly. well. So we like to spread the word about. Yeah. And that's the main reason why we started the events like 19 years ago, wasn't it? Mm. Um, we 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 wanted we, we were having such a good time. <laughs> you you want to share it, don't you? Yeah. You want to show people, yeah. look, look yeah. what's out there, yeah. which yeah. is in fairness is, is why we kind of started the podcast, wasn't it? Yeah. Because we wanted to show people that it's nothing what you yeah. think it is. Yeah. And the people we saw at your event, different ages, different shapes, sizes. Oh we had people, people from very, 18 very to 80. Exactly. Yeah. And there was people with, um, you know, disabilities that yeah. were there. Um, and, and, and part of me was like, I love that because it just goes to show nothing should stop you. Absolutely. Because yeah. we get, we get a lot of questions and, and things from people that say, oh, you know, I suffer with this or mm. I've got that. Yeah. And I'm not sure how, you know, people You'll are going to let me fit in. And it's just like, no, no, no. You shouldn't, no. shouldn't think of it as a disadvantage. Yeah. No, it's one thing about libs um, is we are totally inclusive. Yeah. From the LGBTQ plus XYZ <laughs> and um, from kinkability i call it so yeah. there's actually i like a, that word i list, love it yeah there's a list on our stickies that gives all the details of access and what we have available yeah for people in wheelchairs and things yeah. like that so we have people as i say well i don't know whether you saw we had a couple of people in wheelchairs yeah, on yeah. Sunday. Did, yeah. um uh, there's people with cerebral palsy that come along um you know so if we're made aware we will try and make any reasonable adjustments to accommodate those people, those people yeah, and absolutely. bring them along. Yeah, yeah. Because and that can be physical, mental, whatever. Yeah, you know? whatever. I mean, the, the, re the way the club is set out is you, you have the, the, the play area, the dungeon area, I suppose. Then you have the social area. But if you go around, as you know the club, and you go around towards the loose, yeah, it's what we call a slug, snug, which is a little quieter. So people with anxiety issues... We have some of those that come along as well. Sometimes it's a bit too loud yeah. and it triggers something. So they're able to go round and sit in a quieter spot. Mm. Um, so we like, I'm going to say I like to think we've got everything covered, but I don't think we have. But <laughs> there's always going to be something, yeah. but we're open. Yeah. You know, people know that they can come along, they can mention to us, they can drop me a line and say, I've got X, Y, Z. Yeah. Um, do you think you could? And if it's within our power, then we will try and accommodate it. And I suppose one thing, being a swinger, my one of my questions I had in my mind, which I'm, I'm going to kind of say, is because we, we, it was like an enigma. I'm saying it again that I wasn't sure what went on and if it was if it was just purely kink or if there was kink and, and sex, sexual acts took place as well. And from what I saw, it's, it's just it's. It, some people are just into the kink, but some people are into the kink and then go off to a room afterwards. And yeah, some people absolutely. Some yeah. people it's, do it as foreplay, don't that's they? Right, that's to right. Me, that's what Master Paul said to me. It's the, giant foreplay. Yeah, and I loved yeah. that as a description because it's, it's not to me. <laughs> that, that's right. It's not for everybody. No, and that's something you'll find that everybody in kink. There'll be people listening now and going, oh, "That's rubbish." Yeah, yeah. it's. Not their way. It's not rubbish. No, it's, it's just, just not their way. Exactly. It's not their kink. And, and to me, yeah. you know, it's giant foreplay. Yeah, yeah. but uh -huh. that's the nice way that it's beautifully you, described. Yeah, and you've got that variety as well. Mm. Like the differences between both yeah. of you. Yeah. Obviously, when you do your sessions, you you it's very different mm. because not everybody's kink or anything is going to be the same. That's right. Because we're all different. Know, and and I'm sure that there are some people that if you made a move. 
uh, from a sexual point of view on them, they'd be aghast. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's not the reason they're there. Yeah, exactly. You know, so so. Um, so did your? Because um, obviously, I know you both sort of doms. Mm. So in the same house. In the same yeah. house. Which oh. I, I, I think that's quite unusual, is it? I think actually, Paul thought he'd found a submissive when we started going out. Right. Because we were experimenting. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a shocked look on his face. Experimenting with our sex life, weren't no, we? It was you, you that were, introduced. In, in, Individual, dear. Okay. <laughs> so we were okay. You asked for it. You're going to get. Right. You're going to get the first night. Now. Well, when we first met uh, on the sea beach, and I invite, invited myself round <coughs> for a cup of sludge, <laughs> as it was known, um, we sat chatting, and the first thing that became apparent, I loved talking to this woman. Yeah. We just got on. She's a great listener. And we were chatting and chatting and chatting. And the next, I mean, she'd got to get up for work the next day. Um, I, I don't know how I had to be. I'd not long come back from... The States. Uh, yeah, uh, the States, where I thought I was going to go and make a business, but it didn't work, came back. And we chatted till, I can't remember, it must have been four o'clock mm, in so. the morning. Mm. And, and it's like, oh, crikey, we, we better get to bed. She showed me my room, took me to the spare room. She got into her bed and away we went. Now, that's fine. You know, we'd literally just met. I was perfectly happy with that. Um, and that went on for a few weeks. That's right, for, for a time. I can't remember <laughs> the... And then one, one night we went upstairs. And we got to the top of the stairs where we had the night before and the night before and the night before. And uh, she said, um, Paul, something I... And I thought, oh, right, OK. I know what's coming here. I don't want to embarrass her. Yeah. I'll just take her into the bedroom. <laughs> and have okay. my... And, and, and give, such her, a gentleman. give her some of this pleasure that she needs or <laughs> wants or is asking for. So we had quite a heated session, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in the morning and the conversation from the night before came up and she said something like, do you know what I was going to ask you for when we got to the top of the stairs? I said, well, of course you wanted, you know, yeah. to take things to the next level. <laughs> she said, yes, I wanted a kiss. <laughs> 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 Oh dear. <laughs> that was one hell of a kiss. <laughs> oh dear. Um, well, um, <laughs> that was, that was uh, 42 years ago. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're, we're, we, we did experiment on our sexual journey, journey I yeah. suppose. Yeah. Um, and we used to um, frequent. Um, Le Chambre. Le Chambre. Oh, Sheffield, yes. yes. Because it was a nice club at the they, time. They had a dungeon downstairs. Right. Um, so we used to take it in turns with a couple of friends and we used to go up and, and your turn on the cross. Okay. <laughs> and it was, I was always like a hit him and go, sorry, yeah. rub, rub his bottom or whatever. You yeah. know, oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, it was hit Paul's turn to go on to the cross and he turned around and said, Wake me up when you're done. <laughs> okay. <gasps> Light bulb time. Exactly. <laughs> and I didn't look back from that day. Wow. From that day on, I have never submitted to anybody. So, so do, do you think, Asta Paul, that you knew that Lady Selina was more of a dom at that point? You were just kind of easing her into we that? We didn't have a uh, that actual session that night. I wanted to play the part of a sub. Right. And submit to her will. Yeah. So that she felt the dom. Yeah. And she took, I've not actually got it on, but a particular belt of mine. And she wrapped it around her hand. Yeah. And there was probably about 18 inches of it left. Okay. After it was the book always around yeah. her hand and then a wrapping and then the... so 
she brought it about over my arse. <laughs> and I thought, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and a sharp inhalation of breath. <sighs> and when I got my voice back, I said, and it was from a character on Police Academy. Didn't hurt. <laughs> I don't know whether you remember. What was his name? I can't remember. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> this strange character with long hair. Um, <laughs> and he, he gets into difficult situations and thrown off his motorcycle and hits a tree and he goes, hmm, didn't hurt. <laughs> so that's the character that came into my head and it helped me put up with the pain. <laughs> um, so I stood there again. And then the second stroke came, and I thought, oh, good God, I hope this is worth it. <laughs> um, and again, didn't hurt. <laughs> well, if somebody had done that to me, I'd probably done the next thing. She turned the belt around, held the soft end, yeah. and the buckle, and she swung oh. it, and it hit mid-belt, and the rest of the belt wrapped around very quickly and hit me in the stomach. Uh, I'm fed up playing at being a son. <laughs> 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 uh, that was um, early day stuff. But I suppose you kind of have to go through that to realise... No. No? <laughs> no, you don't. It, it, it didn't serve its... Well, it did serve its purpose because I uncovered that sadistic streak Yeah. and the pleasures that it gave her. But as for playing the sub... Do, do you think no. you intrinsically know whether you're a sub or a dom? No. I you think it, you, when you, everybody starts to play and then they... They learn. They, well, well yeah, no, I they, they realise. They don't yeah. learn. Yeah, you can't. I don't think you can learn you to be a dog. No. Where you, you fit. Would, yeah, you have something innate in you. Yeah, I don't, you I, don't. I don't think same I'm, way. Same way as a submissive. I, I yeah. don't think I'm naturally a dog. No, I don't think you are either. No. Boy. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What belt are you wearing? <laughs> Of course, it doesn't mean that you're naturally dom or sub in real no, life. No, no, no. has nothing at all to do with, with... I mean, I know quite a few submissives that have very, very high-ranking, powerful jobs. So and I know quite a few doms that don't. <laughs> it's like an escape, isn't it? You yeah. can escape the, escape, the, the rigors yeah, of... that's exactly what it is. It's getting out of mm. the rat race for half an hour, an hour, two hours, whatever, however long yeah. your session is, where you can take off your shackles, you can take off the pressures, you can be whatever you want to be yeah. um, and feel, start to feel as well, yeah. as opposed to having a guard up all the time. Which I suppose is where the whole mind thing comes in because you have to get out of your own mindset mm. into a different space. Yes. To be able to, um, yeah. you know, really enjoy the experience. Yeah. So I mean, it helps. It yeah. Helps. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> it definitely oh, did help. <laughs> yeah. You see, you don't need words when you're sessioning. You know, when I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's about rubbing the skin. No, it's not. The senses. Yeah. Senses. And when I'm stroking your body there's all manner of messages coming back to me yeah you know like that and you know the the person's submitting to you yeah it's like, even subconsciously yeah you see mr yeah. n said even though he couldn't hear what you were saying he yeah. he could read my body language yes. i yes. found that even more erotic that yeah. i couldn't hear i think i'm and i'm sure you get different people so as couples I don't know if you get people like us where, for me, it was it was more erotic watching. Mm, voyeuristic. It can be. Believe yeah. me, I've seen some of my best scenes I've sat and watched and thought, 
Wow, that person mm. is an artist with that flogger yeah. or exactly. whatever. And that's what and, I and said. And they're massaging that person mm. with the floggers. Yeah. Mm. That's amazing. There is so much technique that's involved oh, yes. in yeah. there. And that's yeah. another thing that I think a lot of people won't actually realise. Mm. It mm. isn't just a case that you get a flogger and you go whack. It, it's not about how hard you can hit no. somebody, how, how loud you can shout at somebody. Exactly. It really isn't. No. And a lot of people think it is. Yeah. I'll tell you a funny story afterwards because I'd say. <laughs> there i'm gonna tell you a funny story now because and, and it's like the situation you know we were in the situation i wanted to totally respect your your event and your and obviously we were in there kind of for a, 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 just a taste so i was fully dressed and i mm. came up to you ladies yep. and i said look i, I don't feel comfortable because <laughs> yes, I remember. The, the event was starting mm. so i stripped down to my to my boxes which are at liberty elite i was totally comfortable with and i stripped down i was just in my underwear so i had to go and then get dressed and as I was getting dressed, I just kind of left my clothes in a bunch in, in the corner of the room. And there was this beautiful lady who came up to me and, and she very politely, she said, are you using the, and you'll have to forgive me because I didn't know the equipment, the kind of thing that you hang from. The thing that you hang The from. suspension thing. In what corner? A-frame. Was it, was it I the A-frame? Yeah. Well, well just, we've I, got I, various. That, yeah. that was, I There's think. like. One, two, three different things that you can hang from. And she, she, she came up to me and she said, excuse me, are you using the suspension A-frame? And I was like, I'll be honest, I don't even know what it is. I'm just putting my socks on. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was just in this euphoric state. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good so it was. She wasn't offering to hang you on this. I don't know so. if she was, because he was completely out of it. <laughs> really because when we started the session and she's you know yeah i thought mm, the thing is now you you don't know what she's experiencing so yeah that's when i asked bb to get the to copy what i was doing yes so whatever i did so that you could feel yes what she was experiencing yeah. and then a little interview a little checkup afterwards how did you get on Oh, um, what? So, well, I was trying to be, you know, yeah. very gentle, and I, and I kept asking, "Is that okay?" Yeah. And which would, I would never do, right? Because I know whether I'm being too hard or yes. not. Yes, yeah. well, she's a submissive the, playing a dumb at that well, point. Yeah. So. Yeah. This was BB uh, who did a little taster on me. She did, and yes. was just whipping me a little bit with the, the bits. Not not with yeah. use flogging, flogging. flogging. I've got yes. to learn the but, terms. I know. This is, there's so <laughs> many terms. And she freely admitted to, do you know, so I was just, I really wanted it. <laughs> and I said, I beg your pardon. I was getting, I was, I was getting worried because he actually whispered in my ear. She went, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> it's our but you have got to come across, come along to our Femme Evolution, which is female-led. Oh, wow. Okay. To attend this event, you can only be female. Oh, right, okay. If you're a male, so, yeah. you can't be dominant well, on the day. You can go. Yeah. You're, you're allowed, allowed to come. To do anything. Yeah. No, you can't be dominant, though. And you can't play as a dom. No. So, so if you present as female, yeah. you're good for femme evolution. Right. And maybe we could uh, put your boy up here on the cross and maybe go through some oh, uh, little I bit of a session. I love that. Yeah. Readers, you've got the right turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't need to. You do it. Oh, I'm <laughs> shit. <laughs> you're outvoted three to one. <laughs> I'll look for it. I that sounds amazing. Yeah. But the, and there are a lot of protocols at a Femme mm. Evolution event as well. Yeah. So, uh, b b our events, because we, we have so many different things, like we have two Femme Evolutions, which are female-led events. Yeah. So there are protocols. We have a high-protocol area mm. and a, and a non-protocol area. So um, in the high-protocol area, um, submissives or subs or bottoms are not allowed to sit on the furniture. They have to sit on the floor. Okay. Um, okay. They serve the no, ladies tea. They, we have a tea party on those events as well. So okay. they serve tea, a selection of teas and cakes. In China cups. So. With so, little yeah. cakes. This is so stones. cool. So, oh, but, the um, ladies are spoiled to death. <laughs> I don't know, so they should be. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. No. So, look, I grew up in the 80s, so power, power, I've always naturally been drawn to... to, to 
to women in power. Yeah, we have big mean, shoulders as well. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I mean, and in fairness, and you've mentioned this quite a few yeah, times that, yeah. that your mum, because she, I mean, she owned her own business. Yeah. She was in the eighties. Was you know? You're going all Freud on me now, telling me where it came from. No, about. It, because you've often talked about yeah. it and said that yeah. you know she was very dominating. Yeah. Um, mm when you were younger and growing up and everything yeah. so you have always had that I, 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 yeah attracted to, to powerful women yeah, mm. yeah. no oh, shame extremes. in that no shame in that at about. all yeah. Yeah. yeah especially and you mentioned earlier about powerful people coming for a submissive yes. role mm. and it's just it's a power exchange yes at that moment in time i enjoy experiencing that with um, you see, there are certain things, this is everybody, certain things that inspire or um, arouse yeah. uh, these interests in people might not be instantly recognisable, not even by yourself. Yeah. You might wonder, why do you feel that attracted to that person? Yeah. Because, you know, that, that isn't yeah. traditional pretty or yeah. whatever but there's something about them that, that triggers certain uh, feelings mm. in people and this is where the fetish uh, comes from mm. um, that list that we had which I'd like to have brought today uh, you'll be what? You'll be asking <laughs> the questions likes what does this, that mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really, really and there, there are so many and this is only a small proportion but um yeah but that avenue is wonderful to pursue and that's a lot of what i do is about turning these fantasies into reality yeah um what we did on sunday was a dipping in of the toe yeah to show you what happens mm. when you hit these little things mm. you know and um there's a lot of sensation play yeah in what we did yeah um, and you just tip the surface, but um, yeah, I personally feel um, that you will probably become a disher outerer <laughs> of this uh, sensation play, and, and possibly for your own pleasure. Yeah. Um, and that's where I think from the short time that we've been communicating that, that that's where you're coming from yeah um, let's see let's see that's brilliant it, yeah I want to thank you so much for letting us share and being so open to, to, to all our listeners and everybody <laughs> not a problem it, it's I just, just wonderful don't you feel though that we've only just this is just the tip of the scratch to the surface the tip of the iceberg so much more to know absolutely yeah. so so definitely just just promise that, that we'll carry this on and we'll come back that's oh, brilliant that would be we'll come back. fabulous thank you so much mm. thank welcome. you so much very welcome and we'll see you again soon can't absolutely. wait Thank for you. our next session and I can't wait to see Mr. N on the cross. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs>